Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 337. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is beautiful outside. We have sunshine, blue skies, warm temperatures today and tomorrow, and I think Sunday. The birds are singing. The trees have been starting to bud. The flowers are popping up. It is one of the prettiest times of the year here in the Midwest, and the sun is really bringing a sense of warmth and calm and rejuvenation which is so perfect and so needed at this time on our planet we are beginning a new month and and more restrictions more um, information overloading us there is so much that is moving around us and as I was tuning into what to share today My request always of myself, of my guides, is allow me to be a pure conduit of the highest vibration possible, of a message that um, holds the, the highest possibilities for all of us. And, and so that is the space I am uh, creating here with you for this next little while while I tune in. And it's the space I'm holding for myself as information and words flow through me because there's a lot we could talk about and there are a lot of directions this podcast could flow when I set the intention that the highest possibility is the direction I would like my energy to flow in the words and the images the message that's going to be moving through me maybe one that doesn't always resonate or doesn't fully land yet for each of us for myself also as I listen later for each of us it may not fully land because what I know to be true is that the energy guiding this podcast the energy from Gaia from earth the energy from source and from all the guides that work with me is constantly aligning us with what is coming what is possible what is pure potential and when we're in the middle of a really intense collective and individual shift like we are experiencing right now on our planet, it's not always easy to tap into that highest feeling, that highest vibration. It sometimes, um, it sometimes can feel irritating or um, it brings up emotions inside of us that we're not very comfortable with. You know, sometimes it's grief that we aren't able to hold that highest feeling all the time or grief when we realize that much of our lives we have been so disconnected from that highest vibration or anger. You know, why is one able to access that vibration and not another? Or why does the reality around me seem to show me that that vibration isn't true or possible? There are so many emotions that can be stirred within us at this time where every every individual is impacted in some way by this collective movement of energy this collective shift of consciousness there is no one who is not being touched by it whether you live by yourself or in community whether you're young or old healthy or ill there is Nobody who is not aware that something is shifting. And so the emotions that come up inside of us are unpredictable. (laughs) I've said this to a couple of my friends this week and my husband. I'm like, I was fine and then I wasn't. I was happy and then I was so mad. You know, the emotions can move through us so rapidly and, 
And that can be jarring if we are used to being fairly steady or in our zone, our flow, and we're feeling like we're on a roller coaster of emotions right now. That can be jarring because we're not used to that. We, we are more comfortable with whatever our comfort zone is. And when that is disrupted, everything can feel a little wobbly or shaky. So when I set the intention that the words, the energy, the feeling I am emanating out to you as you hear these words is one of the highest possibilities. It may bring up emotion. It may feel jarring. It may want, have you want to turn the message off, and that's okay. It's okay. The message will be here waiting, and when your soul knows you're uh, ready for whatever the next little nugget of awesomeness is that you're going to be shown, you'll make your way back and the words and the vibration will be exactly where you find yourself. So trust your experience in this moment. One of the greatest gifts that we are being offered and guided through at this time is a, a deeper awareness and trust in our own guidance in exactly what most serves each of us individually. Yes, there's a collective shift happening, but the collective is made up of billions of individuals. And every single individual, each one, is contributing to that collective shift. So your individual experience is the most important thing to be focusing on in this time. And if your individual experience has you taking care of other people, those people around you that you are taking care of are your most important secondary focuses after you in this time. And the rest of it, the rest of it, you, you have permission <laughs> from me, from your guides, from the collective to create some space, push some of that other stuff a little further away so that you have the space right now to be in your own experience fully, to be in deeper relationship with those immediately around you that you are communicating with on a regular basis. There is a reason, a very specific reason why your soul has you right where you are at this time through this shift. There is no mistake there is no uh, external force that has dictated it to be so. Your soul has planted you exactly where you most need to be, where your soul chose for you to be at this time. And that may be the message that rubs you the wrong way first. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm all right with that <laughs> because it's truth. And the reason it may be rubbing you the wrong way is because it's truth and you know that. This shift that we are moving through is about helping us to understand that we create the reality in which we are functioning. And if we create our reality, of course we create exactly the choice. I didn't say that right. If we create our reality, then the first choice in that reality is where you are and who you are with right now. So if you are creating your reality, how did you not create that first choice? And the questions I would encourage you to ponder or explore is why? <laughs> why did you choose to be where you are? Why would your soul, let's get out of the mind, get out of the body for a moment. Why would your soul choose to put you exactly where you are in this moment? Why would your soul choose to put you with who you are with? What is it that that other, or perhaps if you're by yourself, that lack of other, what is that teaching you? If your fear has been that you will end up alone and you are alone right now, face the fear. Why? What is it about being alone that has you so afraid? And, and really, is that... Uh, concept 
of being alone actually true? Because you're listening to my voice if you're hearing this message. So that means you're not alone. <laughs> my energy's right here. <laughs> oh, that's really going to rub some people the wrong way. <laughs> you're not really alone because you're listening to me. And there's tons of energy and guides around me. So if they're around me, they're certainly around you. <laughs> Which means you're in a crowded room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> the image I see is when <laughs> when we were children <laughs> and we would all stick our tongues out at each other <laughs> because we just knew like there were no words. <laughs> the only thing that would ever convey the feeling inside is just to stick your tongue out at somebody else. <laughs> it was like Oh, what's the word? <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> uh, irreverent. That's the word. <laughs> it's irreverent. So, yeah. Yeah. If your fear is that you're going to be alone, good job trying. But you're actually not alone. Because <laughs> here I am with my squadron. My squadron of guys <laughs> who are all sticking their tongue out at you right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, that was hysterical. Uh, it feels like a cosmic joke. <laughs> you know where? <laughs> where you're just trying to explain something and you see the image and you're not sure if the other people see the image, but the image I see is if an individual standing by themselves or sitting on the couch in their own place <laughs> feeling very sad and like <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of angels and guides in the room right around them sticking their tongue out at the person. <laughs> but the person's so in their shit that they're just like, poor me. Poor me. Poor Eeyore. I'm all by myself. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So... <laughs> So let me validate for you. If this is your experience and you are by yourself, trust me, you are not by yourself. But there's something in you that is resisting the access to the reality that sits around this reality. There is something in you that is still working through the belief that the physical right in front of you, the physically manifested, is the only reality that exists. And so all of these beings of light, of love, of connection are right at your fingertips, right by your side. The moment you choose to allow access for yourself to that other reality, that next level of reality, which is energy, energy, light, consciousness, it's right around you right around you and so perhaps you are by yourself at this time so that you can be guided through the dissolving of the resistance you have had to knowing that that reality is just as real as this reality and if all of that sounds like mumbo jumbo in your mind it's okay the message is coming through your soul is whispering to you and in the moment that your soul is ready for your mind to fully accept that it will happen and you will be able to feel and sense and see and accept acc accept all of that light and love that is around you it will happen just like that <laughs> just like that you'll just shift dimensions and you'll see it and you'll start laughing and then you'll message me and you'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> now I know why you were laughing so hard in that podcast. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. My inbox is going to be flooded <laughs> with laughter. It's going to be so fun. <sighs> All right. If you are with others, lots of humans, one, two, four, ten, fifteen, however many are in your immediate space that you are around on a daily, constant basis. If that is your reality, 
be very aware of who those individuals are, the human and then the soul within. Get to know them. Get to know them in a new way because you are all together with very divine, precise purpose. When I was feeling into the topic for today, yesterday in the bath, I had this brilliant idea. I was so excited with myself. (laughs) My mind and my ego are like, that's so good. (laughs) The title for today's podcast in my mind was going to be Behind Closed Doors. (laughs) And the whole point of it was going to be what happens in quarantine when we are all with our families behind closed doors (laughs) and then as I felt the vibration I'm like oh that's a heavy one we're not we're not going there and then I thought what about facades you know dissolving facades how we're all being invited into more transparency because when we're around another one or many for an extended amount of time (laughs) there's no room for deception or lies anymore. There's no room for pretending or, um, what's the word, posturing. Posturing as something other than what we are not. It's impossible to sustain that for an extended period of time. And so what comes through behind the facade, what comes through is who we actually are. Who are we? At the core of our beings, who are we? And how do we relate to those others that we are spending the most time with? I feel like as a parent myself and listening to other parents, what we are being shown with our children, grown up or young, being home from school, being with us all the time. This is the old ways of having a family, right? You would actually spend all the time with your family. And we've created a reality, a world where our children are either at school or in daycare or at work and doing activities. And we have very separate lives from our immediate family. Same with my parents. My parents and us, as we've grown older, they have a separate home. They live far 20 minutes, which doesn't sound that far, but we don't see them more than a couple times a month. You know, we've distanced ourselves from the ones that we called into this journey of life as our immediate loves, our immediate teachers. And we're so busy that we haven't had these uh, close intimate relationships the way that we might have in lifetimes before. So here we all are, no school, (laughs) no jobs for teenagers, no activities, not even really allowed to go socialize with friends. So we're all together. Parents, children, sometimes grandparents, aunts, uncles, the, the family structure, it's different now. The facades are dropping. A parent is able to maintain one way of being when we're only with our children four or five hours a day. And then when it's 24 hours a day, whoa, <laughs> right? Everything starts to shift and then we're like, who is this child? <laughs> How do the teachers handle these children? <laughs> right? And the children are like, who is this parent? <laughs> How do people handle my parent? <laughs> Go back to work, mom and dad, <laughs> right? I can't handle you. <laughs> it's mutual. It goes both ways. The facades are having to be dropped because we're all in such close proximity with each other. And I, I just get the sense like the expose behind closed doors. If we were to truly have cameras on our family dynamics all day long, I don't know that we would all want those versions of ourselves to be transmitted out <laughs> into the public. Because sometimes we lose our shit and sometimes we get really cranky and sometimes I act like the child and my children are the parents. (laughs) I was clearly reprimanded by my daughter the other day. Oh, it made me so mad. I had to get up and start vacuuming the house because she was right. She was right and I knew she was right. I was like, oh, (laughs) it's such a journey. 
It's such a journey and we're doing that in our homes all day long. This is the intense crash course, you know, massive uh, therapy for whatever they call this. This is like going to the intensive therapy unit for a week, (laughs) you know, where you pay thousands and thousands of dollars to have super intelligent, trained professionals really tell you what's wrong with you. (laughs) We're getting it all for free at home (laughs) from our families. (laughs) And it's uncomfortable. And it's so amazing what is happening in homes around the world right now. It is incredible. It's incredible. If you allow yourself to feel the shift that is happening in family dynamics, the healing that is rippling energetically across humanity, now, everywhere, every country, all the homes healing is happening in ways that we could not have predicted a month or two months ago we had no idea this is what would be occurring and yet it is if you allow yourself to touch the magnitude of what is happening in consciousness within humanity on our planet right now. It will bring you to your knees. And we are are co-creating it. We are choosing to keep going into it. If we weren't choosing to do that, we would be rebelling. And yet, at least here in the United States, I'll speak to what I know. Here in the United States, here in Ohio, here in Cincinnati, here in my neighborhood we are honoring the guidance to stay home we are not stepping into other people's spaces we are in our cocoons as much as possible and we are communicating and being with those that we chose to go through the shift with something inside of our soul knows that this is so profound this is so necessary there There is a momentum that is carrying us, whether we are conscious to it or not, that is keeping us in our spaces and having us look at what is true within us, within our relationships, within our world. And there may be moments where we rebel (laughs) and we drive somewhere maybe we don't have to drive to, but it's minimal compared to what it could be. There aren't riots and, you know, harmful things happening, violent things happening. There is the complete opposite. There are more acts of kindness and compassion and support. (laughs) The amount of support that is, it's, I have no words. (laughs) It's absolutely beautiful how humans are supporting other humans and when we do that we're opening our hearts wider we're bringing more energy into our third chakra saying I'm here to do something positive I'm here to contribute something meaningful and then our second chakra is activating that orange energy and and receiving and giving pleasure and compassion and kindness and love and connection and relationship human to human, seeing each other in these beautiful ways from a grounded, I'm here, I'm here in my body, I'm here in my home, I'm here on Gaia, I'm here to go through this experience with all of you. We are more present, I believe, now than we have been in the last 50 years. And it happened in a month. How is that possible? The only way I believe it is possible is because something in our soul, each one of us, is saying, now. Now we shift. Now we change. Now we create something different. Not later, not next year, not next century, not any other time. Right now we are going to create this shift and we're doing it together. And so we feel the emotions. We exchange 
with the others around us, whether they're physically next to us in our homes or in our jobs if we're still at work, or if they're virtually starting to connect by phone, by video, even more by dreams, by energy. The dimensions are so close. Those who have transitioned, who have been here on Gaia, in the energy field of Gaia, those who have been in human bodies and have transitioned back into pure soul, pure consciousness, they are all around us right now. The veil has never been thinner. If you want to feel support and you're by yourself and you're missing your grandmother who has transitioned or your parent or your sibling or your child who has transitioned, there is no better time than now to ask for them to be right by your side. And they will be. They already are. I talked about this in last week's podcast. They're everywhere. Our guides are literally right by our sides, energetically walking with us. It's our own human mind and ego that is saying that can't be true. That is a reality I can't fully accept yet. And so I'm going to sit in the suffering of struggle and being alone, not allowing that reality to make itself real to me, visible, felt to me. So I encourage you, Simply begin a dialogue. If you believe that your grandmother who transitioned loved you in a way that was unique between the two of you and that if if she were here, she would have wise words for you, ask her in your quiet space. Ask her when you're walking outside. Ask her when you go to sleep at night. Tell me what I need to know. Ask your grandmother to whisper to you, and she will. She will. Your ability to hear and to receive that is the work you get to do. Because she's whispering. (laughs) I guarantee you, she's whispering. She might be yelling. (laughs) She might be yelling at you. And so, can you hear her? Can you feel? Perhaps it's not auditory for you. Perhaps it's more a feeling Ask your grandmother's energy or whoever it is that comes to mind as I'm saying this. Ask them to put their energy right up close to your heart chakra and to warm your heart. You'll feel it. It's, it's joy. <laughs> what they most want us to know is joy. It's why I had the giggles earlier. The energy of the unseen, of the reality beyond this moment right now that we believe is so, is physical, is what is. Just beyond that, the reality is joy. Immense joy, immense bliss. And there's such fear in our human beings of actually being able to access that kind of joy and still be able to stay in the human body. We haven't quite metabolized yet how to do that. We're, we're thinking if we try to access that much joy or if we allow the veil to drop and we feel the joy that's right there, our human bodies can't handle it. We're going to dissolve or we're going to blow up or we're going to die or we're going to have a mental crisis. Whatever, whatever our fear is, it's simply not true. Let me say that again to you. Whatever your fear is, it's simply not true. And so if the distance between where you are here in this moment and what I'm describing to you as possible, if the distance feels too wide, too far, too unknown or unfamiliar, ask your grandmother to put her hands on your heart. Ask your great-grandmother (laughs) to put her hands on your heart. Ask your great, 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 great grandmother to put her hands on your heart. And just breathe. Allow yourself to slow down, to drop fully into your body with your eyes closed and breathe with that kind of feminine connection. With that pure of a love. love of your great 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 grandmothers on both sides 
has gone through such a healing that when they put their energy against your hearts, it's as if you're connecting directly with God or Source. There is no separation. And so allow them to do the healing work on your heart so that you can breathe more deeply. You can breathe into the possibilities, the highest possibilities, which always is going to be joy and love and bliss and pleasure, (laughs) unity, play, delight. So that is, that is what is possible. That is the reality that sits just outside of, just next to, not even outside of, just next to the physical reality that you're experiencing right now, which may have a lot of controls and rules and boundaries and lack and fear, perhaps a lot of pain or suffering. So this reality in which you find yourself right now feels so distant from that reality I'm tapping into and showing you and describing to you. So ask for support to bridge that gap, to bridge the distance and bring the two even closer next to each other. You can do that through the energy of the grandmothers, as I'm describing here. You can do that through breath. As you tap more and more into your breath and you sit and breathe more deeply and calmly and you set the intention, I allow my breath to slow the pace down enough that I can be here, I can be still, I can feel the potential of what Viv is describing. I can tap into that. And so my breath is going to, it's like you're, your breath is exiting your body and tapping that next reality right in front of you and then coming back into your body and fueling your physical form, breathing out and tapping into that reality in front of you, breathing in and bringing that reality closer to this one. Your breath as you inhale and exhale is literally connecting you closer and closer to what is possible. Set the intention as you breathe out, you're releasing the fear, whatever the fear is. As you breathe in, you're breathing in the potential, the possibility. Just sit by yourself behind closed doors, (laughs) the expose. Sit by yourself and breathe. Every day, just sit for a few moments. Breathe, focus on that connection the reality that is possible and the reality I experience right now and bring them closer and closer together with your breath. You can do that through sound, through chanting. Chanting in the way that I love it. I have an account, a Spotify account called Viv-Gerard. And in that account, um, I have a whole bunch of playlists. And way back near the beginning of my playlist, I created one called My Favorite Chants. And there's just a bunch of different musicians and artists in there with some of my favorite sounds. And you can meander through all the other playlists and you can find other chants in all of them that are just amazing. Chanting accesses through sound a higher vibration because many of the chants are using Sanskrit words, these one-word sounds that carry immense meaning in the one little sound. One of my favorites, I think I've talked about it here in this podcast space before, is Sat Chit Ananda. It means existence, consciousness, bliss. You can just sit and chant that, Sat Chit Ananda. You can add your own rhythm to it, Sat, Chit, Ananda. Or you can scroll through the chants and you'll find a vibration that matches that. And then you just play that music. And you just allow sound to be another bridge between here and this next version of here that is arriving. That's already here, you just haven't fully accessed it yet. And so you allow sound to echo back and forth between the two. 
as you play these songs, and you can find your own. You can access all kinds of musicians and artists, and they will chant, and you can chant right along with them. And if you know the sounds, you'll drop right into the vibration with them, and you'll be bringing that reality closer and closer to this one. Or you listen to the sounds, and then eventually you find yourself humming along with the chants, and then all of a sudden you know one little phrase, and you're so proud of yourself because <laughs> you mastered that one little part of the song, and you sing it loud and proud. <laughs> and then pretty soon you've got the whole song and the breathing and the rhythm and the vibration in you. You are that song, and you're chanting along with the artist, and the two of you create this vibration that is bringing this reality right here next to you closer into you, and the gap becomes smaller and smaller. The gap is only in your mind, but as you bring the two closer together, your mind can start to accept, A-C-C, accept that reality as true. I shared this in, I believe, a podcast, or maybe it was on a Sunday meditation. This idea that our minds are are being, uh, how do I want to say this? We are being guided through a process collectively that is structurally helping our minds to accept ACCEPT this new version of the reality. For example, if someone had told us January 1st of 2020 that by the end of March everyone would be staying at home and businesses would be only open if they're essential and the hospitals would be overwhelmed and all of the physical realities we're seeing around us, if someone had told us globally that would happen at the beginning of this year, our minds would have rebelled against that and we would have had chaos. If we had been told the beginning of March here in the United States, we're going to have everyone stay home from school and work until probably um, the beginning of May, <laughs> right? At the beginning of March, if we'd been told two months, our minds would have blown up. The parents, the children, we all would have lost it and it would have been chaos. Instead, what has happened is our minds have been handed what we can handle at the time. So we started with, well, we're going to close down for two weeks of school, three weeks, that's it, and then we'll be back. Everyone just stay home for spring break, <sighs> breathe. And then we were brought, here in Ohio at least, we were brought into, okay, it's not just everyone stay home from school, we want everyone to stay home. So here's a two-week stay-at-home order. So our minds... Right? adjust to that and then what is brought in next we just had this announcement yesterday the two-week at-home order ends on this coming Monday and we're going to add a one-month stay-at-home order so in total we will have been home for six weeks but we weren't told that at the beginning we were handed it in little pieces that could help our minds start to get accustomed to this new process we are all moving through this collective shift in consciousness. The mind, it has known a certain way of being, a certain way of thinking and uh, functioning. And so collectively, we are all working on adjusting that ability in our minds to receive new information, which then allows the body to metabolize it. Right? The mind, the body, the soul, they all work together. Well, they're designed <laughs> to work together. <laughs> Many of us have one favorite, the mind, the body, or the soul. <laughs> so we tend to ignore <laughs> one or two of the others because we like our favorite. <laughs> so we either always default to the mind, always default to the body, or always default to the soul. <laughs> and we're all being invited to find this new harmony within the three. So that is why today's podcast is titled Soul Whispers. Soul Whispers. Now that the mind is adjusting to this new framework, this new reality, 
Now that our eyes are seeing what's happening, our bodies are feeling the the call to stillness. That's not the right word. Our bodies are feeling a new sense of time, a new understanding of activity, and adjusting to the waves of the emotions as they move through and out. The mind and the body have come to a place now where I believe we are able to hear the whispers of the soul in a new way. If I had tried to share this podcast with you this episode a month ago, it wouldn't have resonated because we needed to move through these past few weeks to allow our mind and our body to come to this moment. And you still may not fully be ready for that. And so if you hear this and you feel the urge to run or rebel, honor that. You're not ready. It's okay. It's okay. Your mind and your body are still working through some things. No judgment. Can you drop the judgment, the shame, the guilt, the blame, the whatever that's coming up inside of you? Allow some of that to be felt and then to move. And trust when you're ready, you're going to come back to this space. And the message will just resonate in every cell of your physical body. And your mind will be going, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. And I totally understand why she's laughing. Yes, like absolutely, absolutely. And then your soul will be whispering to you, talking at full volume, voice level to you. And you will be hearing and understanding and receiving, receiving the guidance from your soul not resisting, not pushing it away, not telling your soul to be quiet. You'll be receiving all of the guidance and <sighs> I want to go dun, dun, dun. <laughs> your soul's going to be like, yes, <laughs> finally it's time. <laughs> We're so excited. <laughs> and then who knows? Who knows what's possible because what's going to happen, this is what I am sensing What's going to happen as our minds and our bodies adjust to this new way of being, not as much doing, and the soul starts to whisper guidance, there's going to be this surge of creation, this surge of connection in new ways that is a force moving through us that's unstoppable. We're going to feel it, we're going to know it, and we're going to have to do. <laughs> we're going to have to do whatever the soul is guiding us to do. And it will look different for all of us. So for you, it may be drawing or um, playing. You may find all you want to do is play with your children or play with your pet or play outside or play with Gaia, you know, like lay in the grass. We were laughing last night, my husband and I, because our puppy dog, he got on the couch. He's not a puppy, but we just love calling him that. He's almost four. He got on the couch across from us, <laughs> and he was just in this silly mood. I think he's just bored stiff being home, so he went to daycare today to play with the other dogs. But last night he's on the couch and he's like rolling on his back and putting his feet in the air. And then he's like rubbing his eyes with his paws and peeking at us. And like, <laughs> we were just sitting there watching him and laughing because he was just in such joy of just being in his body and just playing. You may get that urge where you just want to play with your children or play with your pets or Kai Pacha yesterday when I was watching his video, his weekly Pele report for astrology, he's like, I just want to play with my crayons. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get my crayons out and color, <laughs> right? There's, there's this surge of creativity that is going to want to move through us. And because we're so, we have been so separated from creative energy, so many of us have been separate from that feeling of creation, we don't quite know what to do with it when it moves through us so powerfully. So trust what your soul is whispering when you reach this, this point, when you're hearing these words from me. 
trust what your soul is whispering. If it's crayons, get out the crayons and just sketch and draw and watch what your soul will run through your hands and out onto the paper. Some people, it may be writing. Someone, I can't remember now because some of my dreams are merging with my real waking life. That someone was asking me about channel writing and I believe it was in my dream last night. <laughs> channel writing is you just get yourself into the space of stillness and quiet and peace. And then you get your journal out and your pen and you just allow your hand to move across the page. And what's going to flow through your hand will be words that maybe make sense, maybe don't. My one friend calls it doodling. And he doodles and he makes the most beautiful doodles. It may be that or it may be you're writing a story. You're writing a new uh, poem or a new, a new creation of a gift. You may be writing a new scientific formula. I have no idea and you don't either. But when this creative force moves through us and wants to be brought into a physical manifestation, trusted and listen, there's something magnificent that your soul is going to move through you and you're ready or you wouldn't be tuning into that. You wouldn't be allowing that energy to move through you. For others, it may be through your sound. It may be like what I'm doing right now, just creating this podcast and emanating this message out through sound. You may do it through music. You may do it through movement, right? Moving your body, creating new dance, new yoga, new qigong, new expressions of healing. The creative energy that wants to come through us is, is the, let me see how to say this. There's this reality that we find ourselves in right now that feels physical and true. And then there's this reality that's right next to us, which is energetic, which is, it's the image of the guides around the person by themselves on the couch. What happens with creative energy is all those guides pour love into that one on the couch. And what moves through the human form is that energy from beyond coming into right here and now. That creative energy is love, consciousness, bliss, joy, moving through us and creating something new that is a gift back to humanity. It's a recycling of the energy from beyond into right here and now, back into the collective, through the individual. So how do we do that? We breathe, we bridge the distance between the two realities, we chant, we sing, we connect with our planet, we put our feet on the earth and we feel, feel the power and the strength of Gaia holding us steady. And then we simply allow that creative force to move through and we do what our soul whispers we should be doing. Because that's the energy now being recycled and creating something new. It's regeneration. It's exactly what the earth is doing here in the Midwest. I'm watching all those plants from last year starting to pop back up out of the ground. The hostas, the daylilies, the lilies, the irises, like everything's popping out of the ground right now. It sat waiting underneath for months through all this chaos. And here in the middle of this shift, <laughs> up pops all this beauty. It's exactly the same for us in our human bodies. We have been asleep for a long time as a humanity. And now it's time for us to bring this new birthing, this new creative energy out into form. And what is going to be visible and manifested in front of our eyes over the next few months will blow our minds <laughs> our minds are already being blown but in a very gentle way <laughs> when we see this reality take form in front of our eyes it's going to be our minds will be blown with joy blown with faith with trust with knowing that everything we dreamed we could receive we now are so that is the highest vibrational 
message that could be emanated to you in this moment and my body metabolized it so if I can do it you can do it I invite you to focus on your breathing this weekend to focus on chanting on sound to focus on the earth to be very aware of who you are behind closed doors and allow yourself to be as transparent as as similar in all places as possible. And then believe, believe for yourself what your soul is whispering because it's true for you. Yeah. Yeah, there is so much goodness happening in the work that I'm doing right now. So I encourage you, if you have not yet played around on my website and poked into the different places, spaces that I have created, when you feel the call to do so, create some time and drop in with me. There's a new little nugget (laughs) of magic that is called light medicine. It's the first menu, first tab, I think, on my menu on mysouljourney.com. It's taking form right in front of my eyes. It's flowing through and out of me in the most incredible way. And I'll share it in a bigger way soon, but if you want a sneak peek, I would invite you to go play there (laughs) because it's really cool. (laughs) it's really cool all right i am off to hang out with my energy gym family and then go play outside in the sunshine with my husband this afternoon we are going to mow the lawn and vacuum the pool for the first time and breathe the fresh air and listen to music and just delight in the beauty of this day together i picked very well by the way (laughs) I picked very well because I am getting an incredibly awesome amount of time with my husband and it's so good. It's so good and I am so grateful. All right, have a beautiful weekend, my loves. I will see you back here next week on Friday. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.